What's going on, people? At the Geese and Headquarters. Happy Wednesday. How's everybody feeling today? Pretty damn good. Happy to be alive. Everyone have a good week. Last week, good weekend. Everything, everything good. I don't know. I could tell you. I could tell you it went well. I could tell you it was pretty sour. I yeah. don't know. Work wasn't bad, but myself, I was kind of hungover like all week. Oh yeah. So that'll do it. You know, working at the Blue Crew and being hungover, it doesn't pair well. Not a good mix. Me, me and Rish work together. So, so you I know, know so yeah. you know. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's rough. And like Monday, Tuesday was fine. Wednesday rolled around and it was okay. But then Thursday came and it was rough. Yeah. Spell rough for me. Oh yeah. Probably hitting all those lumps and stuff in the R O U G H rough. <laughs> and then yeah. Friday came. And I felt like a brand new man, you know, I had to simmer down because I knew that was the problem. I was hungover all week. All week. So did you drink Thursday night or? Sure didn't. So then you and then Friday morning came around and I was like, wow, I can actually work. <laughs> when you say you were hungover all week, is that because you were drinking every night or you just had a couple of day hangover? No, I was drinking every night. But... <laughs> But, like, for you guys listening, I wasn't, like, partying every night. I don't know. I, I'm getting older. He was like a dad sitting on the couch watching TV. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't partying. I was just, like, casually drinking. And then, I don't know. If some of you know me. Some of you don't. When I pour my drinks, I pour them strong. 50-50. <laughs> Maybe 60-40. Yeah. I don't know. It's, so uh, after about three drinks, you know, it it's about done. And then I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, wow. I'm not still drunk, but my blood sugar is definitely fucked. That's for sure. And it's one of them things that never recovers ever until you sleep it off the next day. But anyways, this week's been solid. It's been moving steadily along all Friday. So it's going to be a clear, smooth, easy week. Boss, how was your week? My week wasn't bad. I mean, the weather's getting nice out, so honestly, even though I'm cooped up inside all day, I feel like my days are starting to go by faster than normal. And I couldn't tell you why that is, but my day's been going by pretty fast this week and last week. I'm not going to lie. I agree with that. It's hard to be in a bad mood if uh, the weather's nice. Oh, yeah. Especially if they have all the the garage doors open, the gates open, so I can at least see outside. I'm good. That's cool, too. I had a shitty week. Did you? That shit had me stressed all. Even it's rolling into this week, honestly. (laughs) If I have to look at another sheet of paper, I'm going to have a heart attack. Between school, loans, and the company, it's tough. Oh, yeah. Definitely the company, but... You haven't told everybody yet. What'd you do? Like, what'd you do last week? Like, why is everything so stressful? Yeah. So, <laughs> I uh, I bought a house across the street from Geese and Rural Headquarters. Yeah, buddy. And uh, not very pleasant to work with. Trying to get in contact with them is god-awful. But other than that, I mean, I'm excited to get in. That anxiousness is kind of taken over, for real. But, uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, other than that, I mean, school, school, shit sucks, but it's whatever. Gotta do it. Yeah, gotta do it. I mean, buying a house, it's not an easy process. It took me, I'd say, at least 30, 40 days before I got my keys and was able to move in. God dang. I mean, that's per year. Yeah, that's usual, but honestly, I've never, I've never done a, an auction for a house, so I don't know. I mean, I'm only 24 and got my first house two years ago, so when the market was low, I should I wanted that when the market was low. It was easier. Yeah, so. You did make a good move, for sure. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, that's that's the only way you're going to learn is by doing it, though. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't know shit until you do it. Exactly. Sorry for that small break. We had to find a juice charger. Obviously, for everybody that knows, we all had that vape, so... You gotta get the views charger. This show would not carry on at all. I'd be pretty antsy. Yeah, well, not all of us do it anymore. <laughs> Let's keep it a bug. Everyone who vapes is kind of a fiend, for real. Fact. Like, yeah. And it's not even the fact of like hitting it constantly. It's just the security of having it on you makes you feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah, the nicotine, it really like doesn't do anything for me. It's just like... I like to inhale and see smoke come out. When you're drinking, it definitely does. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're wow, drinking, so it's like... Dries in hand. Yeah, it dries to throw it out, then you want to fucking drink more, for sure. Yeah, I get punched. And then you want to hit that rig some more. Yeah, basically, but... I don't know. I haven't vaped in two days. It's been two days. How do you feel after them two days, though? Pretty like, good. I tried, like... I gave it up all day Monday. And then, like, Monday night came... And I hit it, and I was like, I really don't even want to do this anymore. Like, I'm glad I didn't hit it at all Monday. I don't know. It just made me feel, like, different. I feel good. I feel good. I, I definitely understand. I mean, like, there's certain things, like, it just makes you feel like shit. And once you stop consistently and you feel yourself come up, it's a game changer for sure. I really wouldn't say... Nicotine makes you feel like shit, but I will say, like, as far as your breathing and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it affects you. It doesn't, I don't think it affects, when you don't have it, yeah, I guess you could say it affects your mood or whatever, but I don't think it's that intense. No, but. You know what I mean? I'm not the addictive type, but over the weekend, like, Easter, Sunday, the day before, on Saturday, I was out in my mom's yard running around with my nephew, and I'm like, damn, it's really hard for me to breathe. Like, I know I don't do cardio, but I'm still young. Facts. But, you said you're only off of it two days, and, I mean, that's good. It's a start. It is a start. But two days, I mean, shit. No. If you said two years, I'll give you a round of applause. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I gotta start somewhere, though. But, I mean... It's hard. Like, I think about it. Like, I'm thinking about it right now. Like, two days? <coughs> I'm thinking about it right now. I really don't want to do it, but you guys are doing it, and I'm seeing it, and I'm trying not to fall into peer pressure. I mean, I don't know if you guys do this, but this is this is kind of something I do, for real. Like, I'll, I'll do whatever I'm addicted to, whether it's biting my nails, vaping, whatever. I'll try and take a break for a week and see if I can actually do it. 
And that's how I'll know if I have an issue or not. Or if I, you know. Yeah, bite my nails. I, it, I Like, I've never stopped. I've tried, but I can't. Austin. Yes. You said something about peer pressure. Yes. What do you think about peer pressure? What's your opinion about peer pressure? <laughs> I mean, it depends on what we're peer pressuring to. Like, you guys aren't even peer pressuring me. I just... I see you guys doing it, and then it's like, I want to do it, because that's what I'm, like, used to right now, but... You're talking about vaping. Yes. I'm talking about peer pressure. I know, but, like... like you're talking I, about like, peer pressure into vaping. I'm talking about purely peer pressure. Like, what's your opinion on that? Can it be good, bad? Like, what's It can be your, both. It can be both. I think it like, can be, yes. I think it can be great, and I think it can be, like, horrible. Like, at work. Our supervisor talking about peer pressure and others to work harder, work better. But then there's like stuff out in the street like, bro, let's go rob, let's go do this or that. And it's like exactly, exactly. not good. Something against your best interest. Yeah, basically, yeah. Personally, yes. I'm the same way. Peer pressure can be very effective and it can be very positive and it can be very negative. Yeah. Horrible. Oh yeah. Um, like being peer pressured and to doing like good things. Like for instance, like Jared all the time, all the time does stuff, and he peer pressures me into doing it, just so he's not the only one doing it. Are you talking like like good deeds and kind of shit, or are you talking about just general shit? That no, no, no. Jared never has me do anything bad, like. <laughs> You're just talking about shit you rather would yeah, not I, do. No, it should, I, know, I, I know what shit, you're talking I, about from, yes. our, like from our childhood when I was Slutz's neighbor, bro. It was like, it's let's literally, do this. It's literally, do yeah, it's literally <laughs> shit I would never do or never even think of doing. Yeah. And then he makes me feel bad if I don't do it or he makes me feel like I'm not doing the right thing if I don't do it. But it always turns out better Yeah. than worse. It's never like a worse factor. And there's a lot of things I peer pressure everybody. To I mean, do. yeah, you've definitely peer pressured I, me doing things before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've peer pressured all of us into getting a couple One, more drinks. Let me throw, let me throw a quote on this here. Don't be a bitch. Shotgun that beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. But I peer. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's why I'm asking you guys about peer pressure because I do it all the time. Now, whether I even notice it or not. In peer pressure, though, I think it kind of keeps friends in check and kind of also keeps them pushing their boundaries and whatnot, especially if you use it in a positive way. I mean, you can use it in a negative way, too, make them do dumb shit. 100%. Even in a negative way, like, say you're trying to peer pressure me into doing something stupid, I, in my mind, should be like, no, that's stupid. So that's, like, also making me a better person. You know what I mean? Facts. But you still end up doing it, probably. Yeah, but that's me. But saying, like, somebody that's not as dumb as me would be like, no, I'm not about to do that. Like, that's against my better judgment. No, I don't know what the fuck that is. So. I'll tell you where I feel peer pressure all the time. is when I'm on the golf course. I feel like I have to s- slam drinks constantly. Oh. Just because, like, everyone else is doing it. And I already magically know. If I got a tea time, I'm getting fucked up. He's saying that because I typically get fucked up on the golf course, and I still I still beat Jerry, so that's why he's saying that. If we're talking about the golf course, too, it's like peer pressure. It's like peer pressure as in, like, 
you motherfuckers gonna hit a good shot. And then it's like, fuck. I'm in my head like, I gotta hit a good shot now. Next thing you know, I go for that good shot and I fucking duff it. Like, no, I should I should have went with my gut and not my head on what the fuck I should have done. That's not peer pressure. That's your own pressure, yeah, homeboy. Yeah, but... No, that ain't peer the pressure. You guys peer pressure hey. me into hitting that shot. Let me tell you the peer pressure. It's when Jake peer pressures me into slamming six to eight beers within the first four holes, and then I oh, suck, and it yeah. gives him the advantage. Trust me, me, my brother, and my other friend went golfing, and we're just slugging beer, and I was like, all right, I'm about to be done drinking. They were like, no, no, let's shotgun another one. So I shotgun another one, I puke, and I rallied. Like, I puked and rallied. So then I'm driving a golf court, and we're on this hill, and I, like, was looking back. I turned. I fall out of the car. My brother, Scorpion's, like, face plants in the dirt off the cart, and I was like, I told you I should have drank that another drink. See, I wouldn't call, that might be peer pressure, yeah. 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 But, just because I hit a better shot than you, and it starts making you sweat. Okay, well, like, if that's you hit that better pressure. shot than me, you're like, come on, that's Oz, come on, dude, follow me, follow me up, no, dude. No, dude, that's dude. just because you think you're better than me at <laughs> golf, and I hit a better shot. And you're that's you, yeah. That's like, you like, if you guys are, like, oh, if, fuck. if you guys are hyping me up, though, like, that's like, come you, on, Ross, you got this, like, you could do this, like, take out your best club that you can hit with. I'm like, okay, and I'm then you try my six, my six is it. not very fucking good, and I'm then you fucking, fucking biff it, yes, yes, that's your own pressure. Sometimes here and there, it's between whether you guys say, let's go, Ross, you got this, or everybody's quiet and then it's me in my head. <laughs> I mean I think that's more of a competitive peer pressure yeah, it's competitive anything. for sure actually I think it's more just your competitor trying to make you suck fucking actually I don't think it's any type of pressure winning bad advice by the way winning's winning winning is winning there's winners and losers in this world there ain't no in between facts but on another note I'll tell you my favorite golfer all time and I'll tell you a specific reason why is John Daly. You see that video of him hitting balls across the interstate in Akron? Yeah. No, that was, no, I thought that was in Can or was it Akron? Oh Hoban. Hoban. Yeah, it was yeah. Hoban. It no was way. across the street from Firestone. Yeah. Or was it Firestone? Mm -hmm. oh, I thought it was Hoban. Nah, he pulled I seen the video. It's a little older now, but he pulled up just Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, across the interstate, yeah. yeah. fucking chunks one like one of us would have. A car would have fucking went over the highway. That's my kind of car. I'd have been in jail for manslaughter. Um, my favorite golfer, I don't know. I like I like Ricky Fowler. I like Jordan Spieth and Will Zalatoris. Like when he was first coming up, I can't tell you why. But I just like the way they play. I like their swag. I like the way they like look, walk, talk. You know, it's that golf, that golf etiquette. I'll tell you what. One thing I really like, especially about this past Masters, was that amateur being in third place through thirty six holes. Everyone loves a good underdog story. Oh, man. Sam, I, Sam Bennett for sure, bro. I yeah. was hoping he pulled it out. I'm sorry to cut you guys off. No, you good. You didn't hear us peer pressure Austin in the shit, did you? No. And he still took the vape. It's drinking. It's liquid courage. Needs to, need to be met. Two days down to... Fuck. What are you at? Ten seconds now? I mean, it depends on... Like like you guys said, if we're <laughs> drinking... Okay, it's like a casual, like, occasion vape. But... 
It's not like through the week. Wednesdays is our podcast days, and we're gonna have a little bit of drinks. We're drinking some peach and some lemon or some lemon tea and some whiskey. So I mean, it's it's hard to quit that shit. Like you can't judge them for having. I wouldn't call it relapse. Like you're like some drug addict. Oh no, I'm not fucking going through some fucking crisis right no now. No one, no one's drugging. No one's drugging. No, that's I just shit, thought though. it was fucking. Yeah, that's just tough. Why we were talking about peer pressure? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's not peer pressure. Anyways, guys, let's talk about the Masters. The Masters. John Rahm. The greenest John of all Rahm. jackets. The first Spain to win it. The first person from Spain to win it in forty years, and he won it on a. Uh, um, oh, I forget the other guy's name, but he won it on his birthday. On his birthday, the, the last the last Spain guy to win it on his birthday. How long ago was it? Forty years. Jared, I want to hear your take on the one guy who is an amateur. So, I'm don't quote me because I'm not like super super uh, in depth with his bio, but I'm pretty sure he's on the Texas A and M golf team. And, uh, he was yep, playing on the eggs. Is he? Yep. Yeah. And he was playing tournaments and shit and winning everything. So then he uh, got on at the Masters and, I mean, you gotta love that story. Underdog story. I don't care who he is or what he does. You have to root for the underdog. There's... He said, uh, somebody came up to him talking about homework. He said, I ain't worried about homework right now. I'm worried about winning the Masters. So, I'm not too sure why, but you know he couldn't keep the money if he won, right? Right. Which I I really don't understand in depth, so I'm not really going to get into it. But I think that's kind of messed up. Like, if you go out there and win that competition fair and square, whether you're a college student, a professional, or just some random dude that goes plays 18 every Saturday at your country club, like, I think you should have so a chance at the money. what about the money he did win? Since he was in the top 20. Is he allowed to keep that, though? I don't know. I, I, I'm i not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure amateurs are not allowed to uh, win the money at the Masters. Why aren't they? Yeah. He's Look in college. Look at He's in college, so I don't know. Like, it's not an NIL deal, so... No, but like, I get it, but that's not a college-related event. No, but he's still in college. That's it doesn't college. matter. Just because I'm in high school doesn't mean I'm mowing lawns for free. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a job. So is the Masters. So are these people playing golf. I mean, it's a it job. Is, but it isn't a job? You're telling me... It, he's it, not contracted to the PGA or anything. Like, he got an invite as an amateur. And he's so making he's it, not doing his thing. That's what I'm saying. He's not in the Pro Golf Association yet. So, if he won the Masters... He ain't winning bread at all. He so, was in the top 20. Yeah, so right here it says, Amateurs can keep the prize money for winning a hole-in-one contest during the course of the tournament, but the amateur cannot accept the money for winning the tournament overall. Which, I... Garbage. Yeah, that, that, that's garbage. Kind of garbage. That's life-changing for someone why like you that. Didn't, why, why invite them? Why, why invite them at all? You'll see him in the tournament, though. Making money as a professional. I get it, but, like, still. You know what I mean? No, I definitely understand. Like, it'd be like you walking out playing in an NFL game and them saying, we can't pay you because you're not a professional football player. Because we didn't sign a contract. No matter if you go 300 yards rushing on four touchdowns, like, it doesn't matter. 
Speaking That's... of the hole-in-one contest at the Masters, Seamus Power hit two hole-in-ones back-to-back during the par three contest. Is that a record? I have no idea. I saw one of this. He hit two back-to-back. And when they do the hole-in-ones, don't they have like four or five people hit at once? Uh, they did. They, I mean, not always. Like, that's just like their own little thing if they want to do it, I guess, on some kind of hold. Like, hitting, I don't know. I saw a video. I saw a video. I saw yeah, like with, four or uh, five Scotty Scheffler and yeah, some other people yeah. hitting at the same time. And Scotty Scheffler actually dunked it. He fucking dunked it. Did you see, did you see that? Yeah. Straight dunked it. Like, it hit the flag pin and went in and didn't even come out. Didn't I did up. I did see that. He didn't even yeah. know he had a hole in one. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. straight went in. How, I've, every time I've ever seen that happen, I've never seen it with my own eyes, but every time I've seen it on video or on TV, that boy always comes out. It hits the bottom of that cup and flies. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, but that, I don't, like, it must have hit the edge of the cup or something, because there was a little divot, so there was something to keep it in there. I don't know if you guys will know or not, but what happens if they do sink it? It hits the bottom of the cup and flies out. It's not a whole that's, run. Yeah, that's just a stroke. Yeah, just a stroke. But <laughs> you gotta you gotta play where it lies, so it's not in the hole. So you have to hit it back. <laughs> <in the hole. laughs> yeah, I love golf. I think it's, I think it's relaxing. I think it's a great way to spend time with friends and do I, whatever. But like the rules are garbage. I think golf is the hardest sport to be a professional in because the line of being extremely good at golf as an amateur and being professional is Very insane. Thin. You got to be consistently shooting under par. Yeah. Consistently almost every single round you play. But when you say relaxing, like when we go out, we're usually all frustrated because we're not good. I I don't think it's I don't think it's the golf necessarily. That I'm finding relaxing. I think it's the kicking them with the boys and having some beers and you know that. Being outside. Yeah. yeah. Being outside. Facts. I just like getting away from everything and it's an escape from reality. Yeah. And it it does. I don't know. The, the people that are listening now or whatever, if you've seen my golf game and how much I've grown, this it's very over. fucking relaxing. Yeah. Like from where I started to now, like the shit I'm doing now I is will, very relaxing. I will say, like, when I'm on the golf course, I'm not thinking about anything but golf. So, it is relaxing. By the way, it's not... My golf game still is not very good. But, I'll still beat my pals. The favorite... My favorite thing I've ever seen you do on the course was hands down when we were playing that scramble out at the Elms. And you pull up on T-Box 1... There's a line of like 15 fucking cars behind us watching. You're the first person to shoot off this scramble. First cut at the ball and you fucking knock your driver head clean off and it went further than the ball. I think that is my favorite story all time of you golfing. By the way, that is true. Anyways, it wasn't my first time golfing, but it was my first swing year. It was no, it was my first year taking it serious. Like actually trying to be good like every time i've went golfing before that was always just i don't give a fuck and this game it was just it was just to get out yeah i I was just saying that was your first swing of that scramble in front of it was and you were in front of the whole fucking everyone behind us it was horrific and not to mention i didn't even have my own golf set i didn't even have my own clubs at the time so i broke 
Jared's brother's The burner, yeah. wasn't it? No. No, luckily it was his, like, shitty driver. Oh, okay. But here's he was a, here's still a, embarrassing. I have a he question. He didn't give a fuck. I have a question for you guys. What is your guys' best thing you've done on the golf course? Oh, dude, I've actually, believe it or not, I've had more, like, miracles happen than just being a good golfer. Like, I've hit, like, an 80-foot, uh, like, a chip right in. Not right in, but, you know, I chipped it in from, like, 80 foot out. And, believe it or not, my putt game is incredible. So, I've had, like, some really incredible putts, too, that, like, make, like, Ben Brayler, Dylan Long, Seth, all them motherfuckers jaw-dropped when they see them putts. They're like, how is he putting like that? I can't putt like that. But yeah, I I'm actually a really good putter. I I'd know hands down my best golf moment. I, it was on the Legends at the back nine, and uh, I was playing in a four man scramble. With which bunch, uh, which course of the Legends? It was the one right through the neighborhood, right East. between the houses. Yeah, East. and uh, it was a par four, three hundred thirty one yards to the hole. And I remember I can hit my driver about three on a good day with the carry if I'm swinging hard. And I hit this motherfucker. I hit a missile down there. That motherfucker went 20 foot right on the green, right from the hole. And this old head I'm playing with, you always play with the old heads because they're good at putting and chipping. This motherfucker hit his one putt. We were in for eagle. And I remember I was, I don't think I'll ever top that. Oh, yeah. No, speaking of legends, I went golfing. I had a couple, I have a couple of stories. I went golfing with my dad and we're on, we're on east. We're on hole eight. I, or nine, eight or nine, one of the two, and it was like 359 to the hole, and I drive this ball with the wind, I drive it on the green as there's people on it, oh, that was, that wind. was probably the best drive I've ever had, but I went to Florida, I went to Florida in February, I hit a couple of putts that were like 40, 50 feet, I'm asking like, does this look good, not even knowing, like I was like trying to read it. But then next thing you know, I would hit it and it would go in. But my best, my best thing I've ever done on the golf course to me, it was at a scramble. And I'm about 60 yards out. I take my pitch and wedge and I just like kind of try to do like a little punch and run. And next thing you know, I hit that and it's rolling and everybody starts screaming. I'm like, what happened? They're like, that shit went in. And I'm like... There's no way that went in. I go up to the hole. I look in the hole, and I grab my ball out. That's that literally yeah. That's in. literally what all those are like for the. I think that, it, it's not the best, but it was for yeah, a fucking birdie. I'm but saying, I'm saying that's how bad that's we liter- That's literally how all those holes are like. Like yeah. when you're least expecting yeah. something crazy I was, good to happen. I was something pissed. crazy happens. I was pissed that day because I wasn't doing good at all. I would have to say the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen on the golf course was hole four of the lion's den. Is that the par four right with the water on the right hand side and the woods on the left? No. No, no that's right no. before par you know that. Austin, you oh. know where we got stormed out? Yeah. That hole. I know which hole you're talking about. Jared drove Probably 25 yards past the green. Yeah. The green. 
That hole was what, three hundred twenty-eight yards? Oh yeah, that's when I was there. Yeah. You hit it. You hit it on like the whole one tee box. Mm-hmm. How far do you think that went? I don't know. So check it. The wind had to have been in favor. I mean, it was. I'm not. No doubt. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, on. I am not downplaying his drive at all. His drive is like stupid far all the time. Yeah, but, but I got a slice issue also. But oh yeah, the wind. I do too. The either way, the wind, whatever that it, it counts. So I mean, he drove it probably 25 yards past his hole, and we're like. You know, this is usually a hole you drive, chip, putt. And he's over, he overdrive it. So, and then you guys, Jared's uh, chipping game is like not good. Not good <laughs> at all. So, and then he ended up being over like three strokes. But let me tell you, if I could figure out the chipping and the putting, I could chip par almost every single hole. Probably, yeah. yeah. If I can figure, if I can figure, like I had one year where like for two months straight my drives were going nothing but straight and i was killing it my chipping like if i can get it close to the green like i'm i'm pretty decent when i'm close to the green so i was doing pretty good but my drives i have to play the slice so i'm aiming way left and it's coming on the fairway so if i can keep if i can Judge my slice like that, I'm pretty good. But then you get that, that dreaded straight ball, and it just kills, kills my game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. We'll tell you one thing I am ready for, and that is football season, so I get my DraftKings account back in order. Because oh, uh, I cannot bet worth a fuck unless it's football. Yeah, That's the only Draft sport Kings, I'm good with. I Honestly, like I had... DraftKings and FanDuel, I hit that seven fifty for a hundred dollar free bet, and that I hit like two or I placed two or three bets after that. And after that, I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that no more, because that was like a lot of money I kind of blew through. But I'm, I'm still up, I'm still up. Not gonna lie. So I think betting in Ohio is like. Tits, T I T S tits, like capital T at the front. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, if you want to be irresponsible and you want to blow all your fucking money, then so be it. That's your own fucking fault. You know what I mean? I don't think gambling has anything to do with it because I think if you're somebody irresponsible with your money, you'll get your paycheck and go blow it anyways. Oh yeah. So, what's the difference of you blowing it at the mall or you blowing it on sports betting? Because them clothes you buying ain't going to be worth dick once you wear them. Those clothes so, I was buying every weekend at Dick's that were like $250. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great subject. I love sports betting. And, granted, I've never actually won a substantial amount of money, or nor have I won enough money to even like keep me even. But it makes the games that much more interesting because you actually oh, pay yeah. attention. Like, I'm a huge Browns guy, and <laughs> normally I only give a fuck about the Browns. And I, that's the only game I pay attention to. Mm-hmm. But ever go, since the... Go Vikings. Yeah. Well, whatever. 
Ever since the sports bank came out, like I normally would have the boys over and we watched the. It makes you pay more attention to everything, everything, everything and everybody. But and it it makes it more it, it's more fun. Like Jared, you've came over for I almost would, all I, the games. I can tell year. you the difference right now. Before January 1st, when sports betting became like, we'd kick it, watch the games, and we'd be on our phone and bullshitting lately and not really like into it. I mean, we'd be watching it, but we wouldn't be half getting fast. crazy. It was, yeah. it was like just a regular get together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nothing, nothing, nothing like special, but now it's like. It wasn't about the football, it was about hanging with the boys, but once sports betting became legal, holy shit. Like, it was like, it was like, what are you guys betting on? Like,. I want to see what you guys are betting on. I want to know if I'm placing the right bets, this and that, you know? Yeah, and not only that, but we're not, like, nut deep in our phones. No. We're watching the games. We're like, it's just, I don't know, it's just a lot more enjoyable. It's a lot more fun. It is. It is. It's a lot more fun. Let me put this out there, though. I learned the hard way. Be responsible. When I put in that original 200, and I remember that's all I'm putting in, I built it up to 600. Carefully betting, making smart picks. Tell them about your... No, just skip forward. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to... I'm about to get into Tell it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let, then... Let, let me see it. I needed that that little heartbeat that you get watching the game when you bet. You know, I was chasing it, kind of. And I remember it was a fucking Thursday night, and I was like, damn, I might throw a bet in, try to make some bucks real quick, just get a little bit. On basketball. Yeah. <laughs> On basketball no, that yeah. I never watched. Some Jared don't know me, about. Me and Sleuths are in the same betting group, so I've seen every bet he plays. So it was like here and there. Next thing I know is like all these different bets start coming on my phone. I texted him. I'm like, Sleuths, you are going off right now. So <laughs> here's the backstory. I, I was hot. I was probably five days straight. I made probably 25 bets, and I hit 24 of the 25. I mean, yeah. I was fucking hot. Yeah. So then I uh, was on Thursday night. I click on TV after I finish all my schoolwork and shit. Boston Celtics are on. I'm like, you know what? NBA hits two-pointers. That's the name of the game, getting down in the paint. Betting next shots for Boston. Every two bet points. was two next points. shot. Two Every bet was next shot. I don't know if you'll hear this, but Jason Tatum, if you're listening, fuck you because you rained about five threes in a row, and I lost $600 in under 10 minutes. But Jason Tatum is a dog. I agree, but he fucked me. <coughs> yeah. Jared just handed me this glass. He says it's some high-end uh, whiskey. And obviously, you know, we're sipping on a little something. What is it, Jared? Buffalo Buff- Trace. Buffalo Trace? I don't know. What do you guys think about Buffalo Trace? That's my favorite. I don't know. Let me get a shot. It's potent. Is it's it? Not, yeah, it's potent. Is it grody? No. It's like a normal whiskey shot. I'm not much of like a whiskey sipper on the rocks, I'm going to be honest. But that is one thing I can drink on the rocks, no issue. I don't... That. I think it's smooth. Ah. That's hot. See, I think you get a little heat, but then you get that actual yeah. that wood flavor. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot. I'd much rather drink this than Crown. What about ah. what about the Woodford Reserve that I have? What what would you prefer, Buffalo Trace or the Woodford Reserve? I like the Buffalo better than the Woodford. Well, did you even try the Did you even try the Woodford? Sure did. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I will say this. I do like Woodford also, and I can sip on that. I think it's got a little stronger taste than Buffalo Trace. But, I mean, like I said, I'm not really a on-the-rocks kind of guy. 
By the way, we're not advertising. We're we are not sponsored. Nothing, but maybe one day we could. I don't know. This it's pretty good stuff. Jared just handed me. Um, it's like a sipper. It's not a mixer. I definitely agree with that, hands down. It's hot. It's hot. It's a little potent, but I mean, it's like. It's like anything, like beer. When you first start drinking beer, you didn't like beer. It just kind of grows on you after a while. You know what I mean? And you have phases. Like, I might be on a different type of whiskey phase here in a couple months. or You know? Like, your phase. Like, you used to love Jim Beam, and I don't see you drink that shit anymore at all. No, I'm off the Jim Beam. And everybody is like, Hennessy. Like everybody, I, everybody, I, I really... Don't know why people like Hennessy. I don't know. I like it's, it's just shit. it's just a t- like I like no. it. I like it. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. And it's nothing. You probably just do. like the clout of just having. No, Hennessy. like it's not even the clout because people don't even like it like that. Like they'd rather like people. I see all the time posting like I'm more of a te- like I used to be Hennessy drinking or I drink tequila. Like yeah, I get it. I, I mean, get like tequila's good, but like Hennessy, I still like. I don't know. I could just drink that straight. It is all day if I wanted to. It is a pop culture item. I mean, you hear it around. It is a pop culture shit, item, so. but like it's like since it got like it wasn't in stock for a while, people have been like changing. What like what's it's, their change? It's like, literally their change. Their changes to tequila. Their yeah. changes tequila. Tequila, like as in like Patron, probably. No, it's Patron. Like there's Patron. Casamigos, obviously, but Lobos, this LeBron's tequila, Bron, Draymond Green, all them. It's so their, it's clout. It's just clout. It is clout, yeah. but it's also good to me. It's also good. Like it's a drink that like I can do straight. Wait, how many? How many? I don't know. Patron I don't know a whole. I don't know, Jared. How many people do you know that just like genuinely enjoy tequila? No, Jim Beam. Jim Beam. Nobody. Uh, usually the guys off fucking the state route in the trailer park are the ones that like Jim Beam. I disagree. I think the hardworking man likes Jim Beam. I don't know. It is a very budget-friendly whiskey, and it does serve a purpose. And I'll say I've drank the fuck out of that shit before, and it has never served me wrong, so I'm not going to hate on it. Me and Rich, we work at the same place. We're both hard, like we compete against each other at our job. We're both hardworking men. Yeah. I've never like came home and like wanted Jim Beam. Like I don't, I don't know if I've ever like sh- straight took a shot at Jim Beam just under my own. Because wheel. Austin, to each you, own. you, bro, Austin isn't the kind of person that would even come home and like want a beer. No, but I used to be like so. Like don't let him like. But now I'm like more into beer than liquor. Like I like the casual drink now, but liquor. Like back in the day, everyone would. Get like a beer. I'm like, no, Crown and Coke. Yeah, no, no, no. So listen, personally, I'm more of a liquor guy myself because I'd rather get to where I'm going faster than beer. If that, you know what I mean. I like, do know what you mean. But... When I get off of work, I'd rather drink two drinks, hit where I'm going, stay where I'm at, just make yourself and, feel good. Yeah, just that feel good state. Rather, like it takes two drinks of my drink. To make me feel good. Whether, like, I could probably drink a whole 12-pack of Bushlight and still not hit that. Yeah, I mean, but I also think this. We've done that a few nights. I think, <clears throat> I think the liquor. Drink a couple packs of beer. We had a whole 30. Oh, yeah. I love some We've each, like, Cabrera, we've each 
We had four thirty racks between four of us, and they were all gone. Oh yeah, I love Smirnoff beers. But I think there's a time and a place for shit like that, though. Oh yeah, it's like it's like an occasion. Like if we're gonna drink a case, we're gonna do it occasionally, and not. And we know when we're gonna snort a case. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have a plan. Yeah, it, it's planned. It's not like, oh, I think I'm just trying. No, it's like. It's not a random. It's not a ra- Sometimes to- it's fucking random. Me and yeah. Austin tied one off like three weeks ago. We did. And we slammed the whole thing. <laughs> Wait, what? I- oh, on the Friday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were oh, making yeah. t-shirts for Geese and Co. Yep. And we tied. No, that was, that was last Last weekend, it had no. No, no that's two, two, two Fridays. Two, two yeah. Yeah. It was two about weekend. three weeks ago. We tied one off, and I woke up, and it was fucking miserable. Yeah, I I I stayed the night at Rich's house the one night after we. I don't know if it was the same night, but we had another night like that. We had a couple nights like that, but I wake up on his couch, and my feet are hovering over the next seat. My knees are on. Like the middle part where you have your cup holders and my face is deep smashed in the cushion. Yeah. So like this couch, it's, it's not a, a sleeping like, couch. No, it's in it's the shape like, of an L. But. I wouldn't call it a decorative couch because it is a very nice couch. Like It has like four recliners in it. And it's not like <clears throat> one that you're supposed to be sleeping in sideways and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, but. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. No, but yeah. Anyways, on top of a fucking beer, yeah. It's it's a rare so, occasion for us nowadays because we're too old for it's that shit. It's definitely more, our drink is more prevalent in the summer than any other time. I will say that. And on that note, I mean, summer's coming up here soon. Weather's getting nicer. Get outside. What's like your guys' like go-to? It's 85, sunny, nice as fuck. Like, what's your go-to thing? My go-to thing, like, obviously it's going to be golf, and we already discussed golf, yeah. but if I'm, if it's 80 degrees, I have a day off, I'm going to mow the grass. I'm straight going to mow the grass. I love mowing the grass. Do you find that relaxing? I just, like, my own house, like, I, I still, like, am in shock about mm-hmm. having my own house and, like, keeping up with it, but I, like, I don't mow the grass the same every time I mow it. It's different. You take pride in taking care of the shit you have, essentially. I do. Besides the weeds. The weeds is what gets me. But, yeah. Mowing you like the, grass. the flower beds get gross. No, my grandma, she she still says, let me know when you're home and I'll come pull the weeds for you. And I'm like, okay. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't say I enjoy mowing the grass. I love the after effect of mowing the grass. The before and after. Yeah. And especially if your neighbors don't mow. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm oh. listen. I'm that neighbor that can't go oh, out and shit. mow every time my neighbors mow. But listen, older. But listen, but when I do that mow, ain't, that's not my summertime. But when I do mow, I just throw the headphones on. And oh, facts. You I just have, get the work. You gotta do it. Yeah, I know. It's not even that I gotta do it. Like I, I want to do it. I throw the, I throw the headphones on. I have my shirt off. It's nice out. I'll catch a slight tan. Times have changed. Yeah. Times have changed. Like, when my mom made me mother grass, I'm like, oh, That's what I was just getting ready to bring yeah, up. Yeah, I already knew. It's this like, motherfucker Austin used to be hitting fucking 40-yard sprints with a push mower. Yeah, I wanted to get that shit done. <clears throat> I'm Look, straight running with it. He was a 4-3 guy when he played football. And anyone who out there plays football and listening... Run with your fucking push mower. You will be fast, I promise you. Yeah, it might not look straight, but you'll still get a mode. If you don't care, like, if you're a kid like me... 
when I was a kid, I just straight ran with that mower and got it done. Nobody complained. Nobody said anything. The mower was good. The grass was good. I didn't break nothing. I think my summertime fix this year is I moved in with my girlfriend. Right. And, like, shout out Tara. Yeah, for sure. Big time. She oh, cool. yeah. She, she cool. has her shit together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for how sure. Long she, how long has she had her own house? I would say a little over a year now. Okay. But this she, is a very nice house. But she's lake. been out of her parents for way longer than that. Oh, yeah. I've been out of my parents but since 19. I will say this is the most pleasant girl to be around that you've uh, been dating. Like, other girls in the past have motherfucked you and bitched and shit. And she's, she's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I can I'm glad you brought that up, Jared. Before I get to my summertime fixes this year, <laughs> I will say the last girl I was with before Tara was like the meanest bitch yeah. I've probably ever. I had to about. take her home because you didn't the want to go home. Yeah, like I had to take honestly, her home gosh, she was. Yeah, it wasn't. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, fam, if you hear this, but like, she was very mean. And I'm not sound like trying to sound like a pussy, but, like, when you're with somebody, you don't want them calling you stupid and retarded and all this every single day. Right. Multiple times in a day. Especially when that bitch is actually stupid. Like, and you know what I mean? I don't get it, so. However, I will say, we have changed since then, and riding, riding Harleys every Sunday and doing bar runs, I can see why she'd be upset, honestly. Because that is some, like, hardcore shit. Yeah, it was the most. But anyways, let's get back on topic. I think... Summertime. Summertime. No, listen. Tyreek Hill in the in the football and wanting to be done after his contract. I will I will get to that as soon as I get my summer okay. fixes. All right. Let's hear the summertime shit. Let me my hear. summer fixes? For those of you who don't know, we live on a lake. And we're going to be fishing like a motherfucker. Like, big time. Like, if we don't have time to go to Atwood or go to... Cabruin! Yeah. Cabruin. Oh, no. Cabruin's a trip. That's, that's all it is. That's, 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 that's already planned. We're yeah. ready. That's an event. Oh, yeah. Every year. Every year. But, like, the fi- I know you're saying the fishing, you can call the boys and they can be there in 10 minutes. We can be throwing lines in 15. And that's it. Yeah. On a boat. Yeah, for sure. Or off the dock. And honestly, I think, like... Spending time with the homies like that is fucking oh, the best great. time you can have. Listen, it's mine. Listen, the other thing, like my my, it might be my top now. Like hanging out with you guys and riding in Maxburg, riding in Maxburg, that is unbeatable. Austin, what about the time last year? You didn't have a bike, but you said. I'm trying to remember that, Jerry. What, when he bought his four-wheeler? No, when we had our bike. Oh, our he was in his Jeep. He was like, I'm just going to take the top down on my Jeep and like drive wherever you guys ride. That was pretty fucking fun. I remember that. We went, we, to, went, what, we went up to the Portage Lakes up at the upper deck because I remember I was on, not on my bike because my bike was in the shop. I was on our ex-homeboy's bike, and yeah. I did a fucking massive burn. We were in, what, four counties? Show. We probably did, like, four counties. In under an hour. More than that. You think more than two? Hour? We were fucking... Oh, we were out until night. We yeah, were we were... No, we were out all day. We rode all day. Bar to bar, we were doing... 
80 mile an hour. Yeah. Every fucking we way. We and Rich took the week off from work, and we would hit up bars, go drinking here and there. Suits would come out on his bike. Rich was on his bike. I had my Jeep with the top off. I just, I actually, I just bought a, a Jeep Gladiator, so I'm still going to be able to do it, but very nice. with way. with uh, my old Jeep Wrangler taking the top off, I still felt like, yeah, I had the wind blowing on me. I might not have a bike, I might not look cool as these guys, but <clears throat> I still felt like I was out riding, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that freedom feel, like that no worries in the world, kind of like, it's me and the road. I tell you what, those were, like, fun as fuck. Like, those days you will never get back. Because those were the days we were living and not giving a fuck about the consequences. I'm just glad our job gives us five weeks of vacation so it can happen again. Probably not. (laughs) I mean, those are the type of days you look back on your life. Damn, man, I would live that again if I could. 100%. 100%. I think those are the days where your friends become your best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, listen. I went through a lot of friends. I went through a lot of best friends. And then, like, once you guys got out of the core, you guys... I'm so happy to, like, be your guys' best friend again. Like, words can't explain it. And it's like, I have so much fun with you guys. Like, we go out and do stuff, whereas, like, when I lived in Canton, we did stuff, but it was drink at home and have parties. We didn't go out and see different people, but it it was fun, but it's more fun, like, being with you guys and going out and doing stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I know what you're saying, like, even, like, speaking of getting out of the core thing, like, I was gone for five years, Jake, where were you going? Three and a half, right? And, uh... I mean, people change over that time, for real. And, like, I've had... Oh, yeah. When I left, I had best friends, and I came back, and I didn't hear shit from them. I don't even hear from them anymore. They just do their own thing. And I wish the best for them, but I just think the real ones will stick around through the thick and thin. Oh, yeah. As soon as as soon as Rich got out, it was me and Rich mm-hmm. almost every weekend. We, like, oh, we yeah. didn't skip a beat. Every weekend, I was, staying, I was pretty much staying at his house. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Was I that, agree with Was that, that. Delvern? Yeah. Yeah, that was Delvern. Big yeah. time. And it was more, even when, like, when I first got out, I was living with my mom. And me and Austin were still kicking it. But, like, it was just, like, I'm still living with my mom kicking it. And he was still in Canton kicking it. And I still went over to Austin's crib when he was living in Canton. It was just, uh... I don't know. At the time, I loved the party, but they were doing different kind of partying. It was like story. sitting around drinking Tito, like passing a bottle, and, and like and it was other. it was literally like, and they knew as soon as I shoot, like they they accepted me with open arms oh, every yeah. time I walked in. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But it was every time I walked in, it was going to be an argument. You're talking about like Jay Rand, Giovanni, Eddie, all them when they lived. Oh yeah, it was oh, yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't an argument. It was we would clown each other. Yeah, for sure. It was gonna be it was gonna be a it, and that's all it was. We we're gonna get drunk and literally listen to music and talk shit. Yeah, and that's all it was. It and especially at that time that was peak COVID. 
That was peak police violence. That's true. That is very true. And it was, it was, it was, it was better to stay at home because I mean we couldn't go out, but it was better to stay at home with. Oh no 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 no! That's all we could do. Yeah, yeah, that's all we could do. But it's still we would get we would just get bottles and we would go to Austin's and we'd get fucked up and we'd have a great time. And it was, it was a great time. It really was. But all, but all I'm trying to say is that great time was just literally constructive arguments. Oh yeah. If, if you know I what I mean? even call it constructive. It wasn't even I would argument. call it, it I would I would call it constructive. Let me tell you, I was going back and forth. It was going back and forth. Yeah. Just dogging so each other. Just having plain fun. It's not dogging. Fun arguments. No, because we were we were actually like it was like laughing. We were laughing. It was like a, it was like a what do they call that? And like when you do in school you go a debate. A debate. A debate. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, because I remember I went over there one time. And we were going back and forth, police yeah, yeah, violence, yeah. this and that. I remember Jay Rand was sitting on the couch one time. I and just he was want to say some... shout out to my people in Canada, Jay oh, Rand. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Dog. We love you. Living with y'all, I still, like, I miss y'all, but let's continue on. But I, I fuck love with y'all. y'all, too, but. As no, I'm facts, saying, I, I remember I walked too. in, I remember I talking, I started instantly. I sat down, I poured myself a little drink, you know, kind of getting a feel of the vibe. And, you know, I was cool with everyone. There and I remember I, Jay Ray has some busted ass fucking slides on. <laughs> Perception I is reality. Get kinda, I knew it. And I remember I started going on his ass. I was like, "Boy, them boys look like they went through World War Two," and he instantly got on my ass. And when I tell you, I've never met someone so quick with the fucking comebacks. That boy put me on flames. And like it was to the point where I couldn't even respond. I just poured uh, another drink and sat there. Jay Ren always be on. Me. That's where I learned. Always. That's where I learned how to come back quick. That's oh, where. I, that's where I learned a lot of shit. Facts. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like no ordinary white boy. I guess you can say, but I'm a white boy. But no, wait. What are we, Jay Ren? Jay Ren come back quicker than you even before you can even spit out your first thing. For real, yeah. <clears throat> I mean. What else did you have to do? That's why I love that motherfucker. Like that's why I love him. Yeah, he's a good time. Oh boy! How was his birthday? Didn't you get super fucked up? Uh, which birthday? Because there was I lived there for three years. No, no, his birthday dinner that just happened. Oh, his birthday dinner that just happened recently. Yeah, I uh, we went to Cleveland, had a good dinner. This and that got some drinks, and then Saturday night, dude, we, me and him, me and Jay ran. Finished a bottle of Lobos and then we went to the store and got a whole, like, the big bottle of Espelon. And next thing I know, it's, like, an inch left in the bottle. Like, I'm gone. I was gone. You transported. I was, like, I was in a blacked out state, but I was still, like, my eyes were open and I could see, but I couldn't, like, function. I was, like, sleeping, but I don't know. But, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. I think a lot of shit we've done is crazy. I would agree. You guys are going to have to listen to more. How many times do you think we've scraped death? Myself, personally? I've watched you looking in the face at least two or three times. Yeah, I've watched his back wheel on his fucking motorcycle's fucking fishtail. I'm like... And when when he's saying look it in the face, he means like... I can reach out and touch it. Like, if he would have landed three inches lower or whatever, he would be dead. Like, 
Jake is the master of saying hi to death and running away. And then saying hi to you the next day. And then he wakes up, yeah, and he goes, what the fuck happened last night? Dude, that shit was fucking nuts. <laughs> Anyways. What you got? Anyways. More, more. More professional. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get back. All right. Yeah. On a more professional note. Yeah. So I mean, not even like professional note. I just think like Jake, when you look death in the face like that, it really makes you appreciate life and really makes you realize how short shit is. Which is where I think geese and coke stems from. Just enjoying life, having a good time, like not taking shit too seriously, but still take shit seriously. You know One. Hundred percent. It's like when we say. I don't think I can say it anymore. When we yet. say geese and co, it's like goofing, goofing off, like goofing, geese and, geese yeah. like our podcast. Our name, podcast geese is and off. geese and off, goofing yeah, off, goofing off, hand in hand. Geese and off. It's it's literally a slang term for um, fucking off. Oh yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. call it what it is. And our our company is geese and co, and it really kind of just stems from like. For instance, if I wanted Jared to shotgun a beer, instead of me saying, Jared, shotgun a beer, I want to say, Jared, geese that beer. Or... It's like, like it could be slang for anything. Yeah. Or if Jared... Jared's in college, by the way. If Jared has to study for some bullshit and... It's geese off for a minute. And I'm just going to be like, yeah, let's geese off for a minute. Or like... You know what I mean? It, it's just, we're three gents, like, having a good time. Yeah. We're geesing off. We're fucking off. Like, we're having a good that, time. That shirt my grandpa bought, it says geesing off. And my cousin took it as, like, jerking off. Like, no. I mean, it can be, I guess, but we're... Depends how you want it to be, yeah, I guess. Yeah, depends on I how think you want it to be, but we're, we're goofing off. We just, we represent everyday people. Like, people like to goof off. We're not... We're not rich family. We're not trust fund babies. We don't have places in Calabasas. We live in $80,000 houses. My house is 670 square feet. We, so. we drive normal cars. Like, yeah. I think we just represent as a brand the working class man and woman. Like For sure. Like You bust your ass in the dirt. And then you have fun when you're off. Exactly. And I think that's just what Geeson represents. You geese off, you goose off. And I think... It stems past just the working people. I think it's for everybody who just gets tied up in their work life in general. The hassles of everyday life. Yeah. The struggles everyone just, goes through. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a working class man, if you're rich as fuck, yeah, or if exactly. you're poor as fuck. It's just... We're, we're people that don't get too caught up mm-hmm. in our work. We, like, we still know how to have a good time. 100%, and we don't get... We don't get tied up in how much money we make or how much money we didn't make. It's always literally about how much fun we can have this weekend. Exactly. Like, what can we do this weekend to make it fun? Make the most of our time. Yeah, facts. Because, like Jared said, I've quite literally looked death in the eyes a handful of times. And as much as I love it, I'd rather not do it again. (laughs) <laughs> but, I mean, I just, personally, I'm a thrill seeker. I love doing it. And I, this is filling in that gap of flipping four filling wheelers that and void, doing yeah. stupid shit. This I mean, is fucking fun. Flipping four wheelers is probably bound to happen again, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's, that's majority of America out there fucking 
doing the shit we do, working hard and enjoying the time you have off and trying to make the most of every moment you got. We're basically going to be the people to express that. So for like the listeners that like to goof off, we are the type for you. This is Geese and Co. Company. I'm Jacob Brescher. I'm Jerry Slutes. Austin Jasinski. And we're goofing off. See you next time.